So what are some of the traits of a toxic person, behaviors? A person is harming you emotionally, verbally. Relationships can get toxic when you hop around from one partner to the other and you don't deal with your previous baggage and your previous hurts. These uh, characteristics within the context of a relationship, if you keep doing this, your relationship is going to lead to failure. All right, guys, welcome back to another very fun episode. And once again, we have our very good friend and highly requested guest, Marianne, again Woo! with us. Welcome Thank back. Thank you. And for you guys that don't know Marianne, she's actually a mental health counselor and professional coach, received her master's from UM, University of Miami, in marriage and family therapy, specializes in relationships, whether it's self, partners, family, friends, or colleagues, and works with clients with issues like divorce, relationships, identity, anxiety, depression, trauma in her private practice here in Miami. So once again, Marianne, we're so happy to have you. I know that we received a lot of great feedback on our previous episode, and we have a lot more questions for you. That's awesome. I'm happy to be here, guys. Thank you. <laughs> Previously, right, we keep getting a lot of different questions, and today we want to do something similar. We want to start off with red flags in a relationship, okay? Ooh. What are some of the red flags that you've seen maybe in your own personal life, in dating, mm -hmm. or just overall in your practice? Bad character. Uh, somebody who cannot control their emotions, whether mm -hmm. that be anger, jealousy, frustration. Um, somebody who is trying to change the other person. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Another red flag. Those are okay, so character? Character, bad character. Uh -huh. The other Exaggerated one? Exaggerated emotions. Can't what does control, that mean? Can't control emotions. Can't control emotions. For like, example? Like they explode in anger or rage mm. or... They, or get depressed. Yeah, 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 they're just like, um, I don't know, overly sad, overly sentimental, and they can't communicate that. So they don't know if they're having a bad day or they're just upset about something or frustrated, they'll throw a tantrum. Mm. Or you guys it will blow up and it doesn't matter where you are. In front of people, not in front of people. They don't know how to control how they feel in the moment. So what if, for example, in the early stages of getting to know somebody, mm -hmm. right? Because that maybe seems for somebody who's been in a relationship. Yeah. Early stage... First few dates, you want to see, should I date this person? Should I take this person serious? Mm -hmm. How does that apply there? I mean, it depends. I always say give somebody at least eight dates mm -hmm. because you're not going to get to know somebody in one sitting. Well, on the first date, everybody's nervous. You're not being able to be yourself. Mm -hmm. I think it takes a, a long, a while to get to know somebody fully. Mm -hmm. And I think a minimum of eight dates is giving somebody a good opportunity to see what they're like, if their personality is consistent, how's their behavior. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, eight dates is really nothing in the grand scheme of a whole relationship. So what are you looking for? You're looking for good character. Um, how are they when they take you out? Mm -hmm. Are they kind to the waiter staff? Are they, do they, oh, yeah. are they a gentleman? Are they, I mean, are they generous? Are I don't know, sense of humor, personality, mm -hmm. like, are you connecting? Mm -hmm. Or is this person putting up a front? You can only hold up a front for so long. Mm -hmm. And I think, A, it, does this person just want to sleep with you? Are they just waiting? So it allows you to kind of test the waters and set your boundaries and see how the person responds. Mm -hmm. You can tell a lot of somebody of how they treat waiters. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. I hate that. Like, that's such a big turnoff for yeah. me when I'm, when I'm having dinner with people mm -hmm. and they're rude or like demanding 
it's like oh. it's awkward it's uncomfortable yeah and imagine I how they are in a relationship exactly and the other one she said was when they try to change you mm. so when you try to change your partner yeah yeah when you kind of like just suck them in to your world i mean <laughs> you've been that, there babe or yeah, what yeah that, that little smirk yeah okay, tell, tell the story i was young too i was 17 yeah so i mean you were well, kind you of know. like finding yourself so right what happened though nothing like don't wear this don't yeah. talk to this do this like and i guess i was so infatuated with the person yeah. this is my first boyfriend he's my second that you kind of like just go within mm-hmm. not because you you're like You're like you're letting it happen, like knowing it's happening. Right. It's just that it's, everything is so new you that you don't better. know how to act. Mm-hmm. But after, like with him, he got a more hard-headed espe, yeah. which was good, but then it was also bad. Yeah. Because whatever, oh, you want to change me? No, I'm not going to change. But you do have to change eventually. Right. But it has to be like, I feel like the changes you make is to better yourself, but not to please the other person. Right. That's the mm-hmm. difference. Like, am I changing to please you or am I changing to become a better well, person? Isn't it right. both, though? Would, wouldn't you say that's fair? I think you, it's fair. It just depends because you don't want to sacrifice who you... You don't want to sacrifice who you are for the sake of somebody mm-hmm. staying with you. Because if you have to convince somebody to, st- to be with you, you're going to have to convince them to stay with you. Mm. So you have to be yourself and that person has to accept you freely mm-hmm. for who you are just... Like you accept them for who they are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, is there give and take? Now, is there sacrifices? You're not compromising who you are at your core. Mm-hmm. Like you were t- when we talk compromise, do you want to have pizza? Or do you want to have burgers? Right, <laughs> we'll right. do. You yeah. want burgers? Let's go get burgers. Right. But you're not compromising your personality, your values. Mm-hmm. You know what you believe in for another person because they are the way that they are. Yeah. So, so let's add that to the list. Huge red flag if they want to change your values and compromise on your value. Yeah. If you're dating somebody or seeing somebody and you have to change your morals mm-hmm. or you compromise certain values, then that is a that shouldn't be happening. That shouldn't yeah. be happening. Mm-hmm. With that, how do you know if somebody is toxic then? So toxic. Like define <laughs> that word because that, that word is thrown around so much, it's right? It's thrown around it's, too it's much. Popular. Everybody, yeah, like everybody everybody's like, toxic. I'm in a toxic relationship. No, you're actually not. If a person is harming you emotionally, verbally, um, physically, that's toxicity. Toxicity, think of water, dirty water. How, how, when does it become toxic? When it's very, very dirty, it's contaminated. Mm. Yeah. Think of your relationship. Is your is your relationship contaminated, or are you guys just having personality differences? Yeah. Or maybe we two need different to work, things. Maybe you need to work something out. Yeah, you need to work something. Yeah, we're all. You are always gonna have to work on yourself mm-hmm. in any relationship. I, I, everybody has. There's this motto that it's like I'm just gonna work on myself and I'm not gonna be in a relationship. And then to their surprise, they get into a relationship and they encounter the same issues that they did mm-hmm. with their with their previous relationship or very similar issues. I feel like a lot relationships can get toxic when you hop around from one partner to the other and you don't deal with your previous baggage and your previous hurts. And you mm-hmm. just hop around relationships and bring that over to the next one, accumulate some more, bring it on to the next one, accumulate some more. So would you say that that's a pattern of somebody who is toxic? So let's say going back to the scenario of, okay, I'm getting to know this person. Would you be really mindful of, who they dated in the past and what are some of the bad habits or or hurts, traumas that they picked up? Yeah, so here's the thing. I think it is a common thought that people think like jumping from relationship to relationship is not the healthiest thing. Does it work for some people? 
It does. And does it not work for other people? Absolutely. So I don't I won't go as far as to say as like, oh, that's toxic because mm-hmm. you don't know if they're not dealing with their baggage for sure. That's that's just not healthy. Mm-hmm. So I I'll remain in the unhealthy category before moving into toxicity, because I think toxicity that's another level. You're, you're not healthy. You're harmful. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. it's, you're going to contaminate a relationship with anyone because you haven't dealt with hurts or wounds from your past mm-hmm. or within yourself, your own personality that another person is going to hurt. It's going to harm another person. Mm-hmm. And therefore you have conflict, you have emotional abuse, verbal abuse, physical abuse. That's when yeah. you're walking in yeah. toxicity. So what are some of the, Traits of a toxic person, behaviors. I think all the extremities. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, there's a certain amount of jealousy in your relationships that's gotcha. like, good, it's healthy. But when you're crossing lines, when you're crossing um, physical, emotional, and verbal boundaries of mm-hmm. a person, I'm attacking your character. Um, mm-hmm. Gottman, I, he's wonderful. There's a lot of research based in couples therapy. They use this lens called Gottman's Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse. And it's criticism, contempt, stonewalling, and defensiveness. And so criticism is verbally attacking a person's character. So personality or character. You are trash. You are XYZ. You're attacking who they are as a person. Which one is that? That's criticism. Criticism. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then there's contempt, which is attacking their sense of self with an intent to insult or abuse Mm -hmm. so i'm attacking your sense of self to insult you abuse you to make you feel really 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 tiny because i'm upset and i'm hurt okay the next one is defensive defensiveness so you're the victim and you take no accountability everything is the Mm -hmm. other person's fault uh it's nothing is the blame you're not responsible for the blame and then there's stonewalling which is withdrawing so shutting down to completely avoid con- uh, conflict, trying to convey like, I don't approve of this, but by not talking to anyone and just shutting down mm. and just being mm. like, to, uh, think of somebody when you're having an argument and maybe one of you is like, just checks out. Yeah. And you just like, I can't, I can't, yeah, yeah. I can't save us. And which is not, I don't do that. <laughs> I like to confront. <laughs> I don't do I'm that. the one, I'm like, I can't, SPA. I'm the one that says it. I can't, SPA. I, I, mean, like I need a, a two. So the good thing is that like, it's fine. You can get to your limit, Yeah. but, and you can take a break. Like I just need, we need to yeah. pause, but you have to make sure to come back. And when a person is stonewalling, they never yeah. communicate and mm-hmm. they never come back to they it. They ignore mm. it. Mm-hmm. What is that? What is those characteristics define? What type of person? A person. This is these uh, characteristics within the context of a relationship. If you keep doing this, your relationship is going to lead to failure. <laughs> these things happen in every relationship. So I'm sure as you're hearing no, this, you're like, of course. I think that I do that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That happens. This is just if it continues and you don't try to. Now, to is, fix it. Is it possible to, to not have any of these things? It's I don't. So that's almost like a perfect relationship no, that doesn't exist. Right. Everybody has triggers. Everybody has like automatic reactions, and and conflict is hard. You know. So the idea is that you learn how to do it better. So there's strategy when it comes to approaching conflict. And so this will tell you. Okay. Instead of criticizing, then talk about your feelings using I statements. I felt that. That's so that, that you 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 didn't take out the trash and that made me feel like it wasn't important to you. Okay, Sometimes yeah. th- these things I feel like mm-hmm. I'm not important when you don't do X Y Z. So that's where that comes from because mm-hmm. I have I did even learn that in school like no, that's when dumb. you when you argue with somebody instead of saying you did this to me Marianne mm-hmm. you you're a liar exactly and then you're like 
but I'm not a liar. Mm-hmm. But because now I'm assuming you're a liar. And maybe let's say you are. Yeah, you're going to yeah. get in defense mode versus like I felt you. you that could right. even be isn't it like a, a sales and even manipulation persuasion. Absolutely. Tactic. And you have to remove separate the behavior from the person. Just because I lied, it does not mean that I am a liar, a walking liar. Right. Just because I was rude does not mean that I am a rude rude person. person. Yes. You know, we all have moments. And if you keep declaring that over, and I think I'm big and I obviously have a Christian base, Mm -hmm. so I believe in the power of your words. Mm -hmm. And if you're constantly calling somebody, you're this, you're that, you have to be very careful because you're going to get what you sow so the power of words also Mm -hmm. so i think this is good because but i think also with children like parents am i am i wrong when they tell their kids like oh you're you're a dumbass or you're stupid or you're useless Mm. like it also like declaring like in their mind they're like taking that and just like making it more firm well that's a form of that's actually a form of criticism and contempt yeah if you're constantly calling your kid like you're a dumbass you're stupid like Mm -hmm you're attacking that person's character. Yeah. That this is literally what you're doing. Your relationship is going to go to cook to crap. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like you're not yeah. going to have one. So this is great. So once again, let's recap these four points again. Criticism, criticism, defensiveness, mm-hmm. contempt, and stonewalling. Mm-hmm. Those are the four highways to relationship. A bad failure. relationship. Mm-hmm. And also it could be toxic characteristics. Yes. Almost. Yeah. 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 If a person is, these are huge red flags. Okay. So the next thing that we get asked all the time is, is cheating justified? Is there ever a scenario where cheating can be justified? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I already know the answer. I don't even know what I'm asking this. No, I mean, the automatic. <laughs> the person is asking this because why? Mm. Okay, They want to feel better about the not situation. breaking up. They want to feel better about the situation. They want to feel better about making the choice to work on things because they still love the person. Own it. It's not about it being justified. Why does a person cheat? It's more about the person who's cheating than the person. It's not your fault. Mm -hmm. It's not because you are this terrible person and are not worthy, have no value. Mm -hmm. Then the person has an excuse to go. Mm -hmm. No, they don't. They're looking for something within themselves that they're not satisfied with. And they're looking for it in another person. Or they're looking for something within another relationship that they're not getting in the relationship that they have with you. So is it justified? No. Is there reasoning behind it? Of course there is. There's reasons for everything. People lie. There's a reason mm-hmm. why they lie. It doesn't mean it's justified. Yeah. Because what a lot of people would say is like, okay, you know, I'm not getting satisfied in the bed or in my marriage. So I felt like I needed to get it elsewhere. Right. And how do you tackle that? Okay. That's an excuse. If you have made, we can go back to the first commitment. Okay. You're not being satisfied in bed. You in sickness and in health. Mm-hmm. So let's go back to that. You committed your life to another person. Nobody made you do that. Yeah. I didn't know. Mm-hmm. No one else told you like, hey, go get married. You made the choice to commit. Life is about choices. Mm. Your, rela- your sexual relationship is not doing good. Okay, so then you work at that. You find a solution. You get help. You find resources to make it work with the person that you've committed your life to. Yeah, It's not an excuse for something's not working to then just go do the easy way now when people cheat can there ever really be a restored and repaired relationship after cheating absolutely happens all the time people would be surprised at how often like cheating does not necessarily mean the ending of your relationship it's fair game Mm. like you can absolutely end your relationship after but you decide where you draw the lines for yourself 
take that with a grain of salt because mm-hmm. if you're talking about somebody who's been married for 20 years, you have three kids with this person, you have given your entire life to your family and your husband or your wife have an affair. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that means that's the end. You really have to weigh that. That's a tough call. You yeah. can't just you can't just be like, oh, well, if he cheats, like I'm out or if she cheats, like I'm done. Yeah, you say that now. But what if it happens 15 years down the line where you have an entire full-blown life and family with yeah. this person? Even just thinking about it, you know, we're married, Espa and I, and we've always said, like you said, because mm-hmm. it's never happened, thank God. And, and so it's easy for us to say, oh, if Espa cheats on me, I'm, I'm gone. Mm-hmm. Or if I cheat on her, she's gone. Yeah. It's easy to say now because it's ha- it hasn't happened. Right. But I feel like, you know, when couples go through actually going through it, mm-hmm. There's, it, it, there's so many complex things that you have to consider. Yeah. You know, finances is one. Maybe you can touch on that more. What are yeah. some of the things like, okay, your man cheated or your girl cheated. What would make you stay and what would make you go? Family. Your kids, mm. big reason why couples stay together right off the bat. Mm. Uh, financial stability. It's a one income home. It's going it's to be very difficult to start a new life, mm. especially for the woman. Like, it's hard. Like, this person is has been the person bringing the income, your the majority of your relationship. Now, you're the one that got screwed over, and you're the one that has to start over and start from scratch. That's hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not an easy decision to make. You've created a life, uh, hope. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you still believe in the person. Business. I mean, there's a million, reason, a million reasons why people stay together. Top ones, family, think, kids. Money. Maybe. Let's hear Espa's feedback. Baby. I hope. I think. Do you agree with I that? Is your said that done or, or what? I don't have kids. Mm-hmm. I think my mindset may change. Everybody that I've, all my friends that have kids, they said that once they had the baby, like their mind changed. just completely changed mm-hmm. in a lot of areas. It's not just like one area. So yeah. I can't say that I would act like that. But I mean, I hope I never have to find out. Yeah. Don't you hope the same thing? That's another, you know, that that's another topic. Like whether I, there's Pete talking about that. Like, would you want to know if one of you had an affair? If one of you had. Wait, Marianne. (laughs) But this this is is love on. So no, wait, what? What what? Did you you listen to what she said? Yeah. Like if you have, that's a decision that you guys talk about. Like if one of you has an affair, they have it, but then it stops or whatever. Would you want to know? Or would you not want to know? Would you want to know? <sighs> that's a hard it is, question. A it's hard a question. very hard question. Some people are like, right off the bat, no, don't tell me. Don't tell me. If you stopped and you did it, okay, I don't want to know. Don't ruin my life like that. Yeah. And then the other no, person. No, but she knows that is it there happens. Right or wrong? Is uh-huh. there right or wrong, Mary? No, no, no. no. Is, it, up is, to it, the is it the fact that you'd confess it, but then don't say details? Or is it like you don't say it at all? Depends. That's no. just saying so at some all. people, some no. people, yeah. So um, no. I was a woman. There was there was a woman. I don't know where I was listening to this too, but she was talking about like, no, if my husband has an affair, don't tell me. I think it's unfair and disrespectful for you to to tell. I, I just don't want to know. For real? Yeah. And I then can the see other, that, the babe. other, the other because it blows people. up your whole freaking existence. Mm-hmm. Well, but you, but you didn't blow it up. The right. person blew, blew but then there's a I think the husband was saying no if you do I have the right to know that you've done something to trespass this relationship 
if so it someone, just depends on the someone, person. I'm sorry, but if someone, maybe it's me being toxic, whatever you want to no, call it. No, it's not toxic If someone told me, oh, if you cheated with, on me, I don't want to know, mm-hmm. I would be like, he's doing it. And that's why he's saying that. I swear to you, that's, that's like the first thing <laughs> that or, comes to or, mind. Or she's okay with her doing it to me and me to her. Just don't tell me. You know that there's a lot of people when the income of the home is a very, very high, one of the partners, it's very common to just be no. like, yeah, it's, I know it's happening. I've actually spoken to somebody. Oh, yeah. Was, that they don't care that it's happening. Right. And there, there was a guy who he's, uh, I want to say late 30s, early 40s. And his ideal relationship was I want to meet somebody who I will put up in their apartment. I will take care of everything financially. But you will live in one apartment. I will live in another apartment. You're not allowed at my apartment. I will set you up. Financially, you will have everything that you want. But you have your space. I have my space. And you don't get to tell me what to do. And I was, I was impressed. Like that, that shocked me because I was like, as a woman, no. I, I could I never. Bug. I would be on the news. <laughs> <laughs> I would be on the oh. news. And no. you met, this is what a counseling session you had, or but, no? But it, was, it, was, it was a guy that I was just talking. We were just having was, conversation. At least casual he was conversation. up front, babe. Who, whatever yeah. woman got into that relationship, she knew what she was getting herself into. Yeah. I think I appreciate also a level of honesty. Mm-hmm. So let's say you want to know. That's a question. Would I want to know if I cheat on you? I think so. Okay. Me too. I think I, I think I would want to know. It's not, and it's not. Even if no, you don't tell me, I will find out. Mm. There's no. <laughs> r- <laughs> there's no right or wrong no, response. Women it's have like a six Whatever sense. works best yeah. for you. Uh, good point. I think also a level of honesty of just raw honesty with a guy is like, listen, I'm gonna have multiple women. Mm-hmm. Either you take it or leave it. But it happens every day, guys. And, oh, and, I know. And, and it's an in, it's it's a transaction. Yeah. Like she, he obviously has to provide value for her. Mm-hmm. For she's not just gonna say yes to that deal without anything in return. Yeah. So clearly, if a, a guy who you probably heard that from, he has to be very very high level status person. Yes. For mm-hmm. of course, because no other woman is gonna take a broke guy and have multiple women. Right. If a if a provider, super rich guy, is able to provide you a house, your family's taken care of, your money's taken care of, your have an amazing life. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if I have a little side thing on the side. He has, his, he just wants his own life. He doesn't own. want to be able to give up trips with the boys. Exactly. He doesn't want to have to give up his own personal space and his privacy. And What right do you think off, about that? Right off the bat, I was like, you're... <laughs> I was like, okay, good luck with that. Right. <laughs> like, I could never. I would never. But then I was talking about it to a friend that I was with, and I was so in shock. And her perspective kind of really just took me aback because she was like, I'm... She was like, well, Marianne, there are women who have been so broken in their relationships in the past that they would be more than willing to take up that offer because it's they're not able to give of themselves, to give of their heart or to give mm-hmm. themselves emotionally. So that's more comfortable to them yeah. to accept an exchange like or, that. Or probably she, the, the girl that accepts that, she's like, you know, looks at the odds. Her values are, her values are, I want to be taken care of financially first. And or you know you what? what? You could do whatever you, you want. You weigh it on a scale. Mm-hmm. Dated a broke guy, still got cheated on. Mm-hmm. At least dating a rich guy. Well, at least I'm not, I already I know. I have financial stability. And mm-hmm. I know what he's doing on the side. Right. Now, do I agree with it? Absolutely not. I do yeah. want to We don't agree with it. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't agree with it. That takes a special I think, person. No, but I think that it speaks to well, a that's deeper modern dating issue. too. I think this is very modern, like, 
dating of the whole I'm the provider and then I, I'm okay having multiple women. Like there's a big thing on online now. There's communities like yeah. red pill communities that they kind of promote that, which I don't agree with. I'm all for providing. Yeah. And but I'm I'm also for Connection. being loyal. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think you can find ultimate fulfillment and happiness. No. Being sexually active with so many people. I think mm-hmm. on the contrary, I think that'll hurt you. Yeah. Because there's spiritual things happening as well. Um, when you you know when you sleep with somebody, so the whole idea of oh just because I'm going to provide for you, I'm able to have multiple women just because I'm rich and successful and self-made, you're not going to live a, fulfill, a, a fulfilled life. I really would argue that you wouldn't get ultimate fulfill fulfillment no, with having multiple women. No, you're always looking for the next best mm-hmm. the next best thing. Nothing can ever satisfy you, and I mean it. Point that back. I, we're men and women of faith, so it's like the mm-hmm. only thing that we believe that can actually completely satisfy is a relationship with Jesus, relationship yeah. with yeah. God, you know. But that's not the state of the world and that yeah. again community. Do you guys know who Dan Bilzerian is? I think I've heard no. the name. But so no. Dan Bilzerian is this really rich person, rich guy, influencer, um, that he was known for like having the crazy parties with the Playboy models and the only fan girls all in the yard and living this in- incredible life. And he went on a podcast recently saying that he, in one day, he slept with 30 women. That's insane. Ew. In one day. In one day. That's wild. And he admitted it. He's like, I know what it is to be fully on board and experience ultimate pleasure-seeking experiences. Mm-hmm. Imagine being with 30 women. like, And you know what his conclusion was? He's like, that's not the way. Yep. So he said that that, and he's not religious. He's not Christian, anything like that. But he said, that's not the way for you to feel fulfilled. He said he was, he wasn't happy. Yeah. And, and so it goes to show you that he has all the material things, all the money you can possibly think of, all the women, beautiful, whatever you want. And it still doesn't fulfill him. And that's, and I I agree completely, but with a person who wants this kind of lifestyle and a a person who's willing to accept the, the lifestyle, I would challenge that it speaks to a deeper issue like there's hurts in their hearts that they have not dealt with like you are afraid of intimacy and connection and commitment what's Mm -hmm. that about what Mm -hmm. happened that you want a life completely separated from the person that Mm you're decided to unite with for the rest of your life i'd start asking more questions there's a reason why you have a void Mm -hmm. and we all have voids in our life and we fill it with things that are temporary yeah and you know obviously we're, we're all Christians here, so we believe the only thing that will fill a void, it has to be something that will last eternally. Okay, so how do you overcome when the family doesn't like your partner? That's a, that's a really popular <laughs> we, topic. We get that a lot. You would be surprised. So now the, a lot of the toxic suegras. Yes. <laughs> I think Apparently, our, our, the Latinas are the worst. And on our last session, I kid you not, we had at we least had a crazy five one. back-to-back calls. One after the other. My parents, parents don't, don't like them. My parents don't like them. My parents don't like them. We even had a, a, a call that was so unique where, so where the mom was still in touch with the ex. With the ex. So the mom of her boyfriend uh-huh. was going behind their back talking to her, talking bad about her to, to her the ex. ex. So there's the part of yourself with your partner. Mm-hmm. And then... The, uh, there's a part with boundaries and limits on your family members. Mm-hmm. Like, what are the reasons that the family doesn't like the person? Is it valid? Does it have more to do with 
the parents just being overprotective or is it that they're seeing something in this person's character that is just bad, that mm-hmm. they're red mm-hmm. flags. Mm-hmm. If that's the case, hey, pay attention to what people are trying to tell you. You know, yeah. take inventory. Is it just your family? Is it just your parents? Or is it like all of your friends? Yeah. They think that the person that you're with sucks, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> Ask questions. Don't be afraid. Don't kind of like put yourself, don't isolate yourself, just you and your person and remove yourself from the world. That's unhealthy, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, it's not that the person has bad character. If it's just that the parents are overprotective or, you know, something happened early on, the person is not like that anymore. Think you've grown and you've, okay, then you have to put limits on your family. Your life is your own and your parents, to what extent are you letting them in? What lines are they crossing? And then you, it's your responsibility to put your own parents in check. It's not the other person's responsibility. So yeah. you take care of your family and you protect your partner from your side and vice versa. So, so what are some of the protection things? For example, yeah. like sometimes when, um, I'm going to give you an example yeah. in my marriage. So sometimes let's say that there's an issue with Sass's parents. It mm-hmm. doesn't have to be a bad issue, but I always tell Sass, baby, as much as I have confianza with your parents, as much as you know, yeah. it's better for you to tell them this. Mm-hmm. It's not anything bad or good. It could be bad or good. But it's better when it comes from him than it comes from me. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? So that's what you mean about yep. protection. protecting. Like you're mm-hmm. you're gotcha. protecting. Okay. Let, let's say um, Sass's dad is not uh, eating right. You know, it's unhealthy mm-hmm. the way he's eating. It would be easier for him to tell his dad, oh, yeah, you're, you're being unhealthy in how you eat, mm-hmm. than me coming and being, oh, yeah, so you're eating wrong. It, yeah. has, it has to be addressed by the bloodline. Yes. Right. Right? So <laughs> We so always do we that. We always do that. Yeah, if there's an issue... I'm like, the, do that. It's, you're protecting, yeah. the rela- you're protecting your family's relationship with your partner. And that's good. It's good to do. Like, for yeah. example, let's say you guys are here and your mom just keeps coming over mm-hmm. unannounced yeah ha- oh yeah <laughs> made made her own copy of the key right. to the house right and you didn't know and you're like what's going on yeah. that's on you that's, that's on your me. responsibility your family Boom. is your responsibility mm-hmm. not your partner's responsibility exactly. correct yeah that was a good call and, yeah. that, and th- that's on point like that's so exactly what we told her is it's you it's, it's, it's the it's guy's fault. it's his fault i'm like mm-hmm. how is he letting your your mom talk with your ex yeah, like it's his yeah, fault he needs to speak up and he yeah. needs to tell his mom something now, does moving with your partner before marriage, does that affect your relationship long term? Because like, people nowadays always say, oh, I want to see if we're compatible. Yeah. Um, so we have to live together before we marry. What right. do you think? So here's the thing. Research will actually tell you that the percentages of you're happier when you don't do that. Okay. In your relationship. The research says couples who live together before marriage have a lower success rate than couples who move in together after they're married. Mm-hmm. Now, is that everybody, you're always going to get the story, no, yeah. it worked for us, yeah. it mm-hmm. was great, to each their own. Yeah. You're asking me for what the research says, I'm telling you, this is what it says. I didn't make it up, it's not my personal opinion, that's what it is. Does it align with my personal opinion? Yes, it does. <laughs> why does that, why does it Because Because of, I mean, in my opinion, there's a deeper level of commitment when you're married you're gonna stick through yeah. the, the the hard times more because yeah. you're married you're, you're committed you've committed your life to this person okay mm-hmm. and so you have more stake in the ground I you have more invested we actually did a live yeah, earlier we were doing a live like normal not love on yeah and they were 
because even if we do on our other, other social media, they always keep asking, asking the relationship mm -hmm. questions. So I was telling them, like, the reason why I don't think it's good to move in is because if you're moving in, not married, it's like in their mind, it's like, oh, there's an easy way out of this. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not married, you know, instead of working through it. Right. And I can honestly say that the thing that has made Sass and I strong, I'm not saying we're the strongest or we're the best relationship because we have years to go, baby. Mm -hmm. But it has been that we have overcome conflict and hard relationships, hard uh, situations. And it, the hard situations and the problems we've had with each other, with our family, has actually made us a stronger couple. Yeah. Right? So yeah. sometimes I'm like, like, if I think of a hard situation I went through, and then Sebas had the option to just leave me, no no commitment, no no papers, no joint finances. Like mm -hmm. It also makes it easier for someone to give up on you. Exactly. And you're also positioning yourself to be let go easier mm -hmm. instead of, oh, yeah, not only am I going to go through this because I love the person, but there's also a lot at stake, yeah. you know? A divorce is a, it's a big deal. Nobody that I know wants to get divorced. Right. Like That's like the the last resource that mm -hmm. you someone takes. It's like a failure. Divorce is a failure. Mm -hmm. However way you want to see it, justified or not justified, it's a failure. Correct. So that's why I don't think moving in is such a such a big thing. Even before you said that, I'm like, it just gives them a way out, yeah. you know? Is that the case for everybody? I think that everybody, I've had people sit with me and, and, and argue, well, no, like, I'm just as committed. And there are people that yeah, are very committed. It. And so... I, I genuinely believe that those are the people that thrive and that do succeed, mm -hmm. even though that they're not married. But is that the case for the majority? No, it's not. And that's just that's just statistics. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, I agree. Yeah, it also gives you a, a for a man. I think it allows the man to project himself long term. So like, for instance, in my case, there was a huge difference in my mindset before I got married. Like, I've always been pretty entrepreneurial mm -hmm. i've always been pretty like go get them hustler type of person yeah he is but when i got married it increased mm -hmm. because my my state of being i felt like now i can think long term mm -hmm. i don't need to waste time ha maybe esp is temporary no that that stopped right B before you marry you're always going to have that doubt no matter what religion you are no matter if the even the heaven the heavens can open for you and this is your confirmed <laughs> exactly, partner yeah, yeah. you're always going to have that doubt mm -hmm. and and you only arrive to that place of full commitment and with commitment that also comes a sense of peace yeah where now mm -hmm. i can see myself long term so now i'm married i accomplished that part i know it's not temporary anymore okay now we're yeah. here now yeah. whether you want to see it as okay now we're stuck mm -hmm. or now we're together forever now, as a man who's a provider, right, now I was like, now I can see long term. Mm -hmm. So my businesses started to flourish. My, my mindset expanded. I was more calm. I, didn't, I wasn't worried about temporary things. Yeah. Or if I went through situations, I know that now I have a wife. She's taking care of me, you mm -hmm. know, helps me out with the house, with the things I like she has and what she likes I, I have. Yeah. There was so, strength, so much strength came from the choice that you yeah. made. And I have a friend that I, I've, they've been married for a couple, about over 10 years now. And they say they're like, the one is the person, right after you say I do, that person became the one. 
Yeah. And so many people subscribe to, I'm looking for the one. I'm looking for the one. The Who's sign. the one for me? Yeah. Babe, it's the one you choose. Mm. That is, if you chose them and you decided to commit your life to them, guess what? They just became the one. I agree with that 100%. So marriage really helped me. Yeah. It really helped me. I know a lot of people say, oh, marriage is just a paper. Mm -hmm. What do you have to say to them? I mean, a lot of things are binding contracts. Okay. And, and, and it's a perspective thing. Okay, you want to see it as just a paper? Great. I mean, let's 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 see how that goes for you. That approach works for you. Mm -hmm. You know, the truth is, is you. It's an investment. You're like you're investing your life with another person, and you care about what you invest in. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. That's good. So, and that's what I mean when I say <laughs> the stakes good. are higher. Yeah. When it comes, so yeah, you could look at it as a paper. That if a paper means nothing to you, if what it, a contract, a binding contract means nothing to you, okay. That's one perspective. That, that's the excuse I hear. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's just a paper, babe. We don't need to get married. Nothing is going to change. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know? But so it, they can hide in that. The, it's not true, though. I think, okay, sign the paper then. Mm -hmm. If it's yeah. just the paper, then sign it. What's the big deal? Why not? If, if it's that insignificant, then why does it, what stops you from just doing it before true. you move in? Yeah. And now another big one that we all love on social media is... <laughs> no, I don't even... I don't even want to get Marianne, into it. Marianne, can you have... Oh, my God. Two, it's a two-part question. Okay. Can you have friends of the opposite yeah, sex while can, in a relationship? You can. You yeah. can. And thank you. Thank you, Marianne. Thank <laughs> okay. you. Because we and go back and forth with this question all the time. And yeah. the second part is how can you have friends of the opposite sex in a relationship? With appropriate boundaries. There you go. No, I have a very strong opinion. Before you're married, before you know you have a serious relationship... When you're just friends with somebody, I feel like it's so easy to for somebody to catch feelings mm -hmm. because I feel like men and women have different needs out of every rela relationship. Mm -hmm. You can expand on this, okay? The way I see it is, what By the a way, Marianne has a lot of guy friends. So. <laughs> I do. I have a ton. Yeah, I'm so, so many. Like, you're Marianne, talking to a bad. You're bad call him. Call him right now. Call him right now <laughs> and ask. We, we can no longer be. No, 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 Marianne. Call him right now and be like. You know what? Can you come over <laughs> and see what happens? They'll run. You know, Whoever that person is, he'll drop everything and run over. No, so this is actually a good thing for me to answer because yeah. I am a per when I do have a lot of guy friends and they're close friends. Okay. Um, do I have appropriate boundaries? Absolutely. Have I fallen for a friend? I have. Hi, Marianne. <laughs> I have, have they fallen for you? That's why they're there, Marianne. No, 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 wait. Stop playing, girl. Wait, wait, wait. No, no, Because, hold Let on. There's a, there's a big She's difference. She's a professional. Have I, have I fallen for a friend? Absolutely. But have I acted on it? No. Because I made a choice. I made a choice. Oh, so and they never found out? They never found I out. Marianne. But was he really your friend it then? It was. The no, it was. It was because I still have those friendships. To, to this day, I made the choice not to say anything because I was also managing. I think I thought about a lot. Like when I say fall for them, I, I think I started to catch, feel some type of way. But because I valued the friendship so much, I started to evaluate like, wait, what is it that I really feel? Why do I really feel this way? Yeah. And then I, pero, I just kind of tabled it. But eso, pero friends don't have those romantic feelings for each That's other. That's never happened but to that, me. But hold on, because although I, I do acknowledge I did feel, feel some type of way, I had proper boundaries. Like this is not, we're not talking about a person sure. who I'm like texting uh, sure. every day or spending a lot of time. I think I just, it was in a certain place in my life where... I don't know. I, I was feeling different things. I evaluated how I felt, made the choice to not act on them. And the friendship 
it's still there. Is it the same? Yeah. It's, I think that the level of friendship kind of changes over time. Okay. Especially That's if one is in a relationship, yeah, one is not in a relationship. Sure. So you manage that. Mm -hmm. And I think that I'm all the better for it. Am I am I happy about my decision? Absolutely. It was the best thing I ever, ever did never to good, say good, anything. Good, good, good. But yeah, yeah, because if you say something, you put your yeah, friendship you know. at risk. Yeah, and it was, That, that yeah. card, you have to play that card yeah. knowing that the other person feels the same way. Right. And you can't have uncertainty. I don't even think it was like knowing that the person feels the same way. I think I had to be sure of what I felt and I don't think that I was sure about what I felt. Okay. I think that it was a, pl a moment in my life where a lot of things were going on for me and I was feeling all sorts of things about a bunch of different things, areas in my life. And so when I kind of did the scales, I was like, is this, is this worth it? Is this not worth it? Do I, am I sure about how I feel? No. So I'm like, you know what? Like, let's the thing just. is, okay, that's one scenario that happened to you. I bet you out of all those guy friends, mm -hmm. you can yeah. call I'll, I'll say 95% of them right now and you tell them Mira Julio or, but, but, you know what's crazy? or Pedro no, no, or no. We'll put an X name Mira it's Julio so like you know uh, come over I feel lonely and I'll say run I, I, hold on hold on because it's just so like, intense it depends but, it, wait, no. but it depends on it what so kind much. of people you're friends with I think that I don't, I don't know like I have a lot of guy friends that, that I trust so, oh man I, I don't think I could say this maybe we could say out like wow. some of them i would say like okay temptation like you know but like others Maybe. i don't think Marianne. so yeah. i don't Marianne, think so. you know what's the worst part marianne that like like i don't know if you know but before i met sebas i only had guy friends okay and a lot of them disappeared i if if i start to to realize like oh they're feeling some type of way about me i put a little bit of more of a distance i don't share But will I still invest like when we're out? Like I have incredible conversations with my guy friends and I'm, I'm so grateful for the men in yeah, my life because I think that without having those friendships, man, like my perspective would be so limited. Me so too. I definitely encourage male and female friendships, but with boundaries, exactly. like you shouldn't, you should define for yourself. Okay. When I like somebody and when I'm talking to them and dating them, what does that look like? What kind of things am I doing? How often am I talking to them? How often am I hanging out with them? When I'm hanging out with them, am I alone in a group of people? Okay, so you make that decision. Now, what does that look like for you when a, per when a person is just a friend? Now, follow through on that. You know, if a person is just my friend, I'm not going to be acting like as I would if I was in a relationship with yeah. them. Because then that, that's what I think that that's when it doesn't exactly. work. But if it's like purely, I, I think that I, I'm a, I think I'm a living testimony. It can't oh, happen. Me too, yeah. I have no, two guy you're friends. not a living testimony because the moment I came into the picture, they're all bounced. Yeah, but those didn't bounce. <laughs> I have seen and witnessed many situations where guys and girls are best friends and one does have feelings for the other. If you do have feelings for the person that is your best friend, either you tell them or you back out. Because then you're not being, that's not pure friendship. So, then yeah. that, so you're, you're literally hurting yourself. If you know that the person doesn't reciprocate or if you're not willing to put yourself out, okay, like take some time away because I have seen this where it's hurt the person who was yeah. friends. And it's like, that's unnecessary. Don't do that. You're not being a genuine friend because you like this person. Yeah. So be honest about how you feel. Either say, confess it or take a step back because it's just, it's, it's not friendship. I've never been in a situation where I liked a friend. Like, mm -hmm. the person I liked and my friends were in completely different categories. Yeah. But I, I was able to do that. And I remember that I would tell them, okay, we can be friends. But if you ever tell me, like that, Marianne, I would tell them, if you ever tell me that you like me, I will stop talking to you. <laughs> like that was, I would warn them. Like, I was never going to tell no, her. No, no, no. <laughs> and they did end up, some did, oh, some did. did. I was like, okay, 
I'm not, I'm not going to speak to you so anymore. So that wasn't a friend. No, no, no. But that's why I, sometimes I would get hurt because yeah. I wouldn't even give them like the, the little doubt. Like I would tell them, I am never going to like you. Like yeah. you, you get that, right? Like you, if I'm putting you in my friend category, it's because you're my friend. At least you're being honest. I wouldn't yeah. even let them pay for me. You know how yeah. guy friends and ones are gentlemen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, do not pay for my coffee. <laughs> I don't want you to get any wrong ideas. Like I was super mamona, like yeah. super. And then I had one that then he told me I liked it. I'm like, te dije, te dije. I'm not going to speak to you anymore. <laughs> I'll <laughs> say this. Look, I'll say this. But not all of them. Tampoco. Okay, yeah. I'll say not this. I'll say this, Marianne. What a girl needs is protection mm -hmm. somebody to be there for them right i'm sure you can think about yeah, your yeah, guy yeah. friends you know your your car broke down you're gonna call him he's gonna help you out he'll be there for you yeah he, maybe he'll pay for your your coffee whatever uh, there's a a natural sense mm -hmm. that's what you need as a woman mm -hmm. right on the flip side what do guys need right guys need that physical touch nice. affection mm -hmm. so a lot of times And I will say 98% of the times, and this is why I, I feel so strongly about it. A guy will stick around being your friend, Marianne. You're a very pretty girl. Mm -hmm. Being your friend to see, to see if there's every, an, ever an opportunity that you just give him a little bit of an inch, mm -hmm. whether that's physically, whether that's emotionally, right? Yeah. For him to say, I'm here. That's why <laughs> I've been here. Because... Otherwise, what's the point? Guys don't care that much, apparently. <laughs> no, because guys have the I need. I'm telling you, yeah. I'm, a guy will stick around, friend zoned, friend zoned for years, yeah, just to see if that girl gives him an inch, and vice versa. A girl could stick around with a guy mm -hmm. for a while, cook for him, clean for him, the things that he needs, right? Help That's him out. That's the thing. That's where I don't do any of that for my guy friends. Well, so no. probably they're all into you. Like, I'm not You friend zoned them, Marianne. You have friend zoned them. I'm <laughs> oh, telling you, I God. firmly believe you call 95% of your male guys, you tell them, you know what? I think I have some mixed feelings. Really? Me too? No, babe. Uh, yeah. I think, I, hold on, because I'm thinking about like a ton or, of my guy or, friends and I'm like, oh God. Or if you call them like, hey, you call them, hey, let's hook up. He won't even hesitate. He won't even hesitate. There's some friends, there's some guys that will do that. And then there's yeah. others that won't. Like, I don't exactly. think, I'm thinking about my guy friends. Some of them are in relationships. Some of them, some of them are single. I, the I, single I, guy, the singles, the single. I don't even, oh my God. Think about the single people. But Not I, about sometimes the guys in relationships. I feel like Sebas thinks like in my, how my mind works, you know, I, I do understand some guy friends that I had, especially because I only got, had guy friends, no girls. So I understand that a few would fall into that category. Yeah. But not all of them. Not all of them. Like, what am I? Like, am I Miranda Kerr that they cannot, <laughs> like, be normal around me? O sea, yeah. but Sebas thinks he's like Brad Pitt or something that oh every girl no, who you babe. have friendships with cannot control herself. No, 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 no. Babe, no, I think like when you're saying like you. a guy. It's like on a the girl, contrary. A girl cooking, if like, you're my friend, I'm not going over I'm to cook, cook for, for you or you. clean for you. Like, do that yourself. Apenas <laughs> cocino <laughs> for you. You think I'm going to cook for another <laughs> yeah, guy? No, no. no. Okay, well. So that's why I say boundaries. Let's see. When you get a, when you get a, a, a boyfriend. A She's bo had a boyfriend before. Did your guy friends disappear? When I was in that really... Okay, hold on. No, no, no. But I was very isolated. Not the guys they that... The single men. It's a very important distinction. Because we have friends of the opposite sex in mutual relationships. Yeah. Well, now they're mutual. I didn't have as many close guy friends when I was in that relationship, no. But even before, I think a lot of my close guy friends came after. You mm. broke up. Yeah. 
Claro, because you're single, you're available. I say was yeah. I don't know. Anyway, let's anyway, leave it there. Yes, let's leave it there. But something to marinate. It's something to marinate. <laughs> it's been marinating your mind. Yes, that burned. No, it's <laughs> like not this burned. Because it burned. No, it's not because it always comes up. Yeah. It always comes up. So do can guy and girls be friends and only friends? Yes. In a way, yes. In a relationship, yes. If there's boundaries, like it shouldn't be my girlfriend. It should be our girlfriend. It should be mutual, mutual mm-hmm. friendships. You go out together in groups. Not alone, you know, if there is, there shouldn't be open, long, emotional conversations with any person of the opposite sex unless it's your wife or your husband. That's another rule and boundary that we have. Mm -hmm. So let's say that I am going through something. I'm not going to vent to you, Marianne. I'm so stressed. I have problems at work. This is not working out for me. That, those type of conversations, no other girl should hear them, Mm -hmm. only for my my wife. Because then that opens up a can of worms. When emotions are being exposed and then she's there for you. Mm-hmm. Oh, say, let me be there for you. And then that's where lines can get blurry and it could be sticky. Mm-hmm. Even if nothing happens, right? But that spot should only be reserved for your significant other. Mm-hmm. So those are some boundaries that, you know, we we live by. Yeah, I think those are great. Yeah. Any final words, Marianne? Any final words? No, you want to no, plug? Really follow, where can they follow you, Marianne? Oh, you guys can follow me at Flourish with Marianne on Instagram and TikTok. All right, guys. Thanks once again for tuning in. Thank you, Marianne. Thank you. Another great session, guys. Make sure you subscribe, follow her, check her out. Has great content. If you need any advice, check her out as well for that. And with that, we'll see you next time. Peace.